Hi, and welcome to the very first Buy From Marketing Podcast. My name is Lindsay, and for those of you who don't know me, I am part of the Buy From team. Buy From is a full service marketing agency, and we're based in Shropshire. We're a team of energetic, enthusiastic, and creative marketeers who work with businesses across the country. We like to think our dynamic approach helps you as a business succeed with not only your marketing goals, but your business ambitions too. We are super passionate about helping small businesses grow and help them on their journey to success. We have decided to pull together a series of podcasts to help you navigate your way through business. So here we are, our first ever podcast, which is so exciting for us. And it's no doubt that we are all in unprecedented times. And so what we want to do is help you guys out. We want to give you some clarity when everything else feels a little uncertain. We want you to feel, as always, in complete control of your business, and now is certainly no different. Today, our chosen topic is branding. So we hope you can join in as we go along. By that, we mean grab a pen and paper if you can, but get comfy and let's take you into the world of branding. So, what do we know about branding? Well, branding is the identity of your business. So by this, of course, we mean your logo, but it's your fonts, your color palettes, and of course, your tone of voice. Now, all of these things pull together into what we like to call your brand Bible. Your brand is also the way you make your audience and consumer feel. A strong brand will effectively communicate the correct emotional cues for their audience through that identity. A business's brand should represent your business's ethos, style, and target market. Now, you might be thinking, what do those three words actually mean in relation to a logo? But this is where we want you to think that actually branding is definitely more than a logo and that it has to represent those three Ps. Of course, a logo may be the outcome, which is exactly what we will want to get to eventually. But think about everything else which sets the scene. So let's go first to the first P, which is personality. The personality of a brand can actually make or break you. I'm sure we can all think of good examples. So the logos we know really well, that effectively communicate their brand identity. So things that were uh, logos that you look at and you don't even need to look at the name, for, for example, it might be the McDonald's M's. You can just see those golden, um, golden M's and it, and it resonates, or it might be the Nike tick. Um, but, you know, there's always great examples where you can look at the logo and not necessarily need to read any words, but know who it is. And of course, I'm sure we'll all think of examples of those who aren't working effectively. So if you create a brand that doesn't have personality, then you're not going to resonate with your customers. Think about how you can create an emotional reaction from your brand. So this will, of course, be completely guided by the emotion you wish to gain. So bear with me here. If you first think about who your audience is, and of course your product, you can then establish the emotion you need to get when establishing the brand. Um, maybe if I give you an example here, it might help. So if I were setting up a perfume business, I would predominantly be targeting women. If my perfume scents were say floral and feminine, then my brand would need to represent just that. And we can delve further and think about would then my perfume brand be attracting a certain demographic or a certain price point? And then what are those personality traits around 
around that perfume that I would need to create for the brand identity. Okay, second P, purpose. This of course is relevant to your competition. Your brand needs to stand out from your competition and show a purpose to the consumer over shopping elsewhere. Now, whether that be a product or a service, it's relevant. Okay, the promise. Now by this, it's, well, it's, first of all, it's much harder to describe because I'm on a podcast and I can't show you what I mean. If you were here, I'd be showing you examples. But I guess the key part, the key part to take away from this is that once again, it needs to resonate with that target audience. You need to establish it as part of your brand so that your customers have the same experience time and time again. And of course, we all hope that's a positive one. Now, by making a promise to them, you are then in return asking for loyalty back. So don't think of this as like your unique selling point or your business vision or even your mission statement. What I'm trying to say is think of it as a narrative to your business that will then create a real gut feeling for the target audience. That's exactly what the promise needs to be. So let's talk about the keys to a successful brand identity. Now in brief, they are things like distinctive, memorable, scalable, and flexible. And if we just touch on flexibility, the reason this is so important is that, as you will know, your business will either rapidly or over time, of course, evolve and adapt to different environments or, or changing needs of the consumer. You're, you've got to always be reactive in business, haven't you? So if you leave your brand behind and it's not keeping up with that evolution, then, then it's not going to be a strong brand identity. Your brand has to be flexible. So you need to straight, stay true to your core values, but it needs to be able to adapt with the, with the change in needs and um, evolution in the business. So now we know what a brand is and what it means, we can get onto our brand toolkit. Now, if you visited our website, which is www.buy-from.com, you may have already seen our selection of toolkits on there. But we believe every business needs toolkits. Tools don't just help us fix stuff, they help us invent stuff and aid us to create amazing things, which of course applies in turn to your business too. Our brand toolkit is designed for those of you who don't yet have a brand, but also those of you who may want to reevaluate, so perhaps for the reasons we talked about above. You may want to think about whether your brand is still relevant if it already exists. And perhaps some indicators if it's not performing as well as it could be, might be things like it doesn't work on the internet. Now, if your brand was established before the internet and now the logo or the identity has to sit on a website or a social media platform, does that work? So does it work on a Facebook profile or is some of it cut off? And then perhaps look at whether your visuals are, aren't, are or aren't consistent. So we like to think of a good way of checking this is look at your website, social media. Do they look the same? If not, okay, we need to reevaluate. So listen up. We have designed our toolkit so that you can really get to know your business. Now you might think, hang on, I already know my business, what are you talking about? But it's really important to interrogate things to ensure you're about to start off on the right track or you are, of course, continuing on the right track, depending where you are on your business journey. So here we go. Let's start from the top and see how we get on. I hope you're all staying with us. It will definitely be worth it. So why is it important to have a brand? Well, to get noticed, of course. 
help attract the right audience, which in turn will then become your, your customers, to set you apart from competition. So if you were head to head with another business, what is going to bring you out on top? And to help you to communicate what you offer, whether that's a service or physical product, your brand can successfully identify who you are within a matter of seconds, if done right. Now that's incredible. In a matter of seconds, if that identity is super strong, it's gonna communicate what, it, what you need it to. It's powerful stuff. Now we know the importance of a brand, so I want to talk to you specifically about you and your business, which I imagine is why you're here. So this part of the podcast is where you'll need your pen and paper. But don't worry, if you haven't got one, we can email everything over later. And once you've, once you've completed the toolkit, we, the Bifrom team are happy to chat it through with all of you. And we can then, you know, action everything that we've uh, accomplished in the toolkit. So first question is, what is your business and what do you offer? So sometimes it's actually quite hard to introduce your business to people. You know, some of you might find it hard face to face or over the phone but some of you might stare at that blank Word document or that blank email and think, I really don't know what to say or where to start. When of course, you know what you do and you know what you offer as a business, but condensing it into a few short sentences, which are really attractive to get people hooked, can be quite a task. But of course, we are tasking you with it. So explain your business now in 30 words or less. So go on, if you've got a pen and paper, write it down. If not, come back to it. Okay, up next, what are your core values as a business? So these are your guiding principles of how you decide to do business. So you as the person responsible for the brand should know these core values inside out and standing on your head. It's important as well though, if you're employing staff, they're also aware of them, but they respond to them and also believe in these values that of course will build a really strong team. So we want you to write down the three main core values of your business. Think about what you want your business to be known for. If you're struggling sometimes with um, businesses we work with, then we'll think about what you don't want to be known for first because that can help you get you started. And then consider how a customer may react to these. How can they be values that are then held accountable to the success of the business. So while you're writing those three down, accountability is important. Whether you're the only one in the business or if you have a team, please, please make sure you have the metrics to ensure that everything we are talking about is then action from this. That's what's gonna, that's what's gonna establish this brand identity and a strong one of that. From what we've just established then about your business, could you now write down things you wish to improve on? So three things you wish you could improve in your business. And it's important, as you will know, I'm sure, to regularly identify your strengths and weaknesses as a business. Weaknesses are always areas to work on, and please remember that. And usually by identifying them, they can quickly and effectively be turned into positives. Now, instead of using the term weakness when it comes to this exercise, don't like that word we want you to identify three improvements you would like to make to your business this can be difficult because right now things are uncertain but also they may they may not be things you can implement straight away and they could be things that don't even exist at all yet in, within the company or business but 
it's important that they are realistic and achievable when you can action them. So the first example I might give you for this exercise would be the customer journey. So could you be better or perhaps quicker at following up on leads? Could you ensure that there is some form of communication after the sale has been made? It could be an email, a thank you note with the product or a simple offer code. That's powerful stuff for the next time they purchase from you. We have recently put together a toolkit actually on the customer journey, which you may, which you may want to catch up on following the podcast. And it's a really good exercise for helping you reevaluate it. So the second example I could give would be your social media. Do you dread posting on there? Can you get stuck for words? We've all been there. We actually have another toolkit on batch content creating. And whilst we're in lockdown, perhaps now is actually the time that we can give social media some more love or perhaps upskill on it. And then thirdly, could it be sharpening your selling skills? Now we all know selling is hard and actually right now, people don't even want to be sold to. So perhaps you could look into ways of building your audience through indirect selling. So consumers really want experiences. Think outside the box, what could you offer them that in turn then prompt sales? Right, next up, what makes you different from your competition? Identifying what it is that makes you different is a key part in strengthening your brand. It's also good to look at competitors, see what they're doing, keep up to speed with the way their brand and business is developing. But be careful though, please, 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 you do not want to be distracted by competition to the extent that you take your eye off your own business goals. Now we have worked with businesses in the past that have been consumed and it takes it takes a vital energy and resource that they need for their business and they get hung up on it. So please, please only allocate a small amount of time to keep your eye on competitors, but then regain full focus on your business. Jot down then three things that make you different from your competitors. I'm sure you can think of some, and that's really what makes your business a success. How are we getting on? Is everyone still following? And I hope some of these actions are really helping you to create an understanding of your brand identity and then from that a strong brand for your business. So now we talk again about the personality and promise in more detail. And by doing, and by doing this, I want you to think about how do you wish to be perceived by your customers and by potential customers? And what is that personality of your brand? As I've said before, and I'm sure you're probably thinking loads of times. Um, as a business, you need to have an identity that attracts your target audience. It needs to be relatable and make them feel they can trust you. Trust is huge. You need to make yourself recognisable and personality pay, plays a big part in this. A business's personality is important for setting you apart from other businesses, but also can help you gain repeat business. So you should now be able to identify three personality traits of your business. So give it a go. These personality traits could be things like um, dependable, trendy, inspirational, useful, warm, whatever they may be, they need to work for your business and be real. So you now have all you need. You've established your brand identity or successfully reevaluated it. And it's a great exercise. And I really hope it's given you the actionable goals now to move your brand forward.
But like I said, have a chat to the Bifom team if you need to, and then we can definitely work on those actionable goals. And that's it already, our brand toolkit, done and dusted. You now you know what you want to be represented for and working on those three Ps to create that great brand. Our next podcast on branding will be about styling your brand identity and working on what visual features will need to be part of it. These will include things like we said, your colors, your fonts, your imagery, all things that begin to build that brand, brand Bible. So thanks for joining me. It's been great and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. We are happy, like I've said, to answer any questions you have. Please send them over to lindsay at buy-from.com. You may also want to head over to our website and sign up to our newsletter. That way you will be the first to know about our new toolkits and new resources that the Buy-From team are releasing all of the time. So thanks again. Take care, please, and speak again soon. Bye-bye.